This is Caleb Way, and you are listening to the Seafood Podcast with David LaPerry. David. Hello. 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 We're back. So, number five Tamed Religion, the nature series of Sifu Hopman. Another one that's maybe medium in length. These are spanning the. These, these, We're all these, over these the map. Lengths, man. It's all over the map. <laughs> the consistency is. Yeah, it's diverse. So, anyway, tamed tamed religion so are you talking about nominal christianity or what yeah i think like we're really talk like talking in the in the poem about folks even ourselves at times where we think one that god's love is not enough or where we tend to have a view that we can somehow control what God loves or does not love or how far God's love can go in our lives and even in the lives of those around us, our community, um, our friends, um, where we think, you know, we know the ends of God's love. Hmm. Um, And so we would maybe make assumptions or live our lives in such a way where we're, we think, well, God's love stops here and it goes no further where I think scripture would say, <laughs> like, well, like, who are you? Right. Like, you know, right. um, you know, God's love is God's yeah. and he's the one who chooses to do yeah. with it what he wills. Yeah. I love that because it's, I remember in, in Job, right? Those, four chapters of God just laying into Job, like, where were you? And yeah. all this stuff. I'm, I suppose when I think of that, I think of the uh, the dominance and the creation and the, 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 the power of God to do and move things in his sovereign hand in and over things. But I guess I don't, don't realize it's the same, that same audacity, or, I mean, or the same audacity that it would be for us to uh, try and criticize how he does things. Um, that's kind of what we do when we uh, refuse to forgive people or when we don't accept his forgiveness or when we don't like see, see the crazy love of the prodigal God, um, God, as, as uh, Tim Keller has said, right? We don't, like, if we don't accept that, 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 that that's God's love, that it's that deep, that it's that much grace, we're the same as Job, where it's like, who, who are you to put bounds on, on that? No, exactly. I mean, um, you know, I think God's love is, you know, it's an interesting, it's a hard topic to talk about. Um, because sometimes we, sometimes God does things that we think are unloving, but he's actually, you know, very loving, um, conviction, um, rebuke, discipline. Yeah. Uh, you know, those things are things that we, we would think are not loving, but actually, um, God, you know, explicitly says I discipline those that I love. I yeah. mean, so, um, we have to understand that a God who is perfectly love, who is love, all the things that he does is loving. Um, so we shouldn't try to restrain that love uh, with 
mm-hmm. religion or yeah. rules or things and limits that we would place upon that love. Yeah. I remember in my early days of when I, um, the, the coin dropped of the gospel and it clicked and I felt my life regenerated and my dad desires to, um, started to shift towards, towards God. Um, in that, in those days, I learned quickly, well, not as quickly as, as I, I guess I, I could have, but that wallowing in guilt and self-pity is, is pride. Mm-hmm. Refusing to, like, accept God's grace and God's, like, the fact that he loves you even when, yes, you sinned again. Yes, sure. you fell into that same, tem- same temptation again. Right that his his love is never his you know it's not run out like right the grace has not run out but it was my pride that says no i need to wallow here in my self-pity pay you back and then i will uh then i will seek out community again then i will do this and you know x y and z right i was in a way trying to tame right tame that grace no exactly and i think that's kind of like where in the beginning of the poem we're talking about that pride right like like who has lassoed the hurricane to ride its wind winds to calm? I mean, like, mm-hmm. like who, like who, who are you? Like, and how much pride do you have in your heart that you think that you could wield wow. or put limits upon? You know, this amazing love. You know that that God has, um, and then even in the in the second line, right? Like, when did a lover's sloppy kiss turn to something wrong? And that is. That a a refer- that's a reference to John Mark Yes, I was going to say. <laughs> so you're definitely not the unforeseen man. No, no ex- uh, 100%. Like, oh, nice. And it really bothers me when people change the line to that song oh, because no. I'm just like, you know, I, I've asked people who change the line and they say, well, it's just distracting to the body to, to have everyone sing Sloppy Kiss. And, um, and my response is, well, it's really good, isn't it? Like God's love is pretty distracting, isn't it? Mm. You know, like, and so I feel like, and actually, the whole poem actually is written out. Of, I mean, this is yeah, just like my just spite. my grudge. Take that unforeseen guy. Exactly oh, about man. that, but it, it has like that feeling where we go, oh well, God's love isn't like that. I like see. God's love isn't like right. a sloppy kiss. It's an unforeseen kiss. Right. You know, it's like we need to like pretty up God's love so that make it more palatable to like our feelings right. and like how we feel about it. Um, so I think it's like all of these things. There's a lot of ways in which we don't want to accept God's love um, or we want to put limits on it. And, and all of that really is just a work of pride oh, yeah. um, in our hearts. And, yeah. um, and I think, you know, the gospel and all of its craziness and a crazy show of love should, should give us a clue that we don't have even the first idea of those limits and, and of those, yeah. um, particulars. Yeah. Yeah. On, on, um, on a side note, mm-hmm. I have heard some who say they just don't want it to sound like a relationship between a boyfriend and, and like a girlfriend. So they'll change it. And I know that's not what you're talking about right now. Your grievance is not with those people. It's with the people who want to maybe water down God's love. Yeah, like I, I mean, I like I, I guess I hear like that like concern, but at the same time, 
I mean, I just think there's a lot of passages that are very intimate when it would come to our relationship with God. Um, I mean, goodness gracious, like we're called the bride of Christ. Mm. Um, so I just feel like sometimes metaphor like that is just very healthy for us to recognize that man, God's love isn't this pretty little thing Mm. that we have, but it's an uncomfortable, intimate thing where he knows all of our junk and, Mm. uh, and still loves us. It's, you know, it's like an Ezekiel 16 type situation, you know, where we're naked and in the field and he loved us and he clothed us. He put jewelry on us. I mean, that it's pretty intimate. Very good. Very good. I love the line where it says, who can fashion a fetter that his love cannot withstand Mm. right it's it's who can make that who can who can do that right where you know they can they can actually withstand they can actually refrain and uh you know be left standing yeah and i think that's like the hope of the poem honestly i mean the hope you know because you know again like we're we're talking about god we're not talking about ourselves so if we were if this was like a love poem between me and my wife uh, there's limitations to mm-hmm. to my love. There's limitations to her love. Like, and those are real limitations. We're humans. We're we're not perfect. We're not completely trustworthy. Uh, we we have problems. The night. The amazing thing about God is that even though we may be one of these people, even though at times I'm that guy. I'm that guy who's who says that person over there. They're so filthy. There's no way they can ever, you know, be saved. Or you know, I don't want God to 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 come and to do that in my life even if i am that person the amazing thing about god is that he doesn't care like his love is so great that any fetter that i would choose to try to constrain him with he he's not constrained right and so that's the amazing part is that even in my sin he's greater he's greater it's not He's not even him like opening my eyes to remove the fetter. It's just like the fetter never was a fetter in the beginning. Yeah, it was never the obstacle, right? Right. God didn't have to wrestle something in order to to get to you. Yeah, no. Right. I mean, he does what he wants. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's a it's like a it's kind of like a you know, a backhanded rebuke to to mm. like the older brother who was so offended that his oh, father sure. ran out to the prodigal son, showered him with kisses, said, you know, he is lost. You know, what, what was lost is now, now found. Throw the party, slaughter the calf, you know, get the rings, get the robes, boom, celebrate. Salvation is given, you know, despite the fetters of the mire and the pig and the prostitutes and the adultery and all of that, despite that, like grace is breaking in. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even like even for the older brother who's outside the feast, who's not, who's not entering in. I mean, how much grace is there in in the in the father who goes out and meets yeah, him? Too. You know, yeah, and really, we end up in like a cliffhanger there at the end. We don't know what the older brother did. I mean, so many of us, probably like so many of you guys, like listening, whoever's listening to this, like whoever's experiencing Steve Hoffman, probably a lot of us grew up in the church and are probably maybe even tend to be more of that older brother type. And the amazing thing about God is that He doesn't care. Like your older brother, your younger brother, you're, we're all prodigal, and we're we're all in need of that even more prodigal God who gives His love 
in ways that we find offensive. Yeah, yeah. As it says at, 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 the, at the end, yield thy guilty soul to his untamed love's persistence. Yeah, man. God's grace is, I mean, not to be cliche, it's, it's radical, it's relentless. It's just, it is transforming the, uh, the legalist, the older brother, the licentious, the younger brother. It's the, those two sides of the same coin. It's all sin. But it's transforming us by his goodwill for his good purposes. Absolutely. I mean, and we have to remember that, like, even as we would talk about these things in our lives, the hope is not our, the hope is really not even in our sanctification, only if our sanctification glorifies God, right? So it's all about him. It's all about his glory, hmm. him being glorified, not, not really like, you know, how can I make my story, you know, so great. It's how can we make his story known and in, in, in this world? That's amazing. Well, David, thank you. Thank you, man. And remember to rebuke the uh, worship leader who does the un- un- unforeseen version. <laughs> I will do every okay. time. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Till next time. All right. Bye.